What's good, everybody? You're now tuned into your podcast with your girl, Need Baby. That is Joy Crooks with Feet Don't Fail Me Now. And I love this song. And I just stumbled on this song right like right before I was setting up my podcast. And I always go to YouTube to look for different uh, Neo Soul sounds. And uh, she was one of the ones that pop up for the um, Neo Soul Artist of 2023. Her name is Joy Crooks, J-O-Y, last name Crooks, C-R-O-O-K-E-S. And that is Feet Don't Fail Me Now. Um, and, and what I'm going to talk about, you know, we have to definitely allow ourselves to be gentle with ourselves and love on yourselves, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more, show yourself and your body some respect, you know what I'm saying, and um, understand everything is a movement, you have to affirm and set your intentions. Um, it was uh, brought to my attention to speak on this um, on my live earlier about the football player because my mother is a big football fan, um, however, I think he was from the Buffalo Bills, if I am mistaken or maybe wrong, please correct me, I don't know what football team he is from, but Mr. Hamlin um, was in, the, he ended up tackled and then after the tackle he stood up on his feet and then he um collapsed down the uh emts had to do cpr on him on the field um when he was then taken and transported to the emergency room he was taken to the icu um his vitals were able to shake back and now they have put him to sleep into an induced coma and um what they're doing right now is uh putting the trachea in his throat and um running tests on him you know and and hopefully and praying that um he comes uh comes back out of it he's young he's a fighter is very strong so in these times we would like to send healing and strength over to him um and over his body and over his mind and his spirit ashe and we will also send healing and strength over to his family and friends ashe because in these times we need to learn to come together and stick together if you are on my live stream right now if you have not already please do me a simple favor um come in join us and definitely share the live stream by hitting the arrow button in the corner of your phones share it to your facebook your snapchat your instagram your group text messages anybody anywhere you got it just share 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 it Make sure you double tap that screen and let me know that you're here. Uh, and I want to let y'all know if y'all have not heard the latest news on YouTube. If you're not a YouTube watcher, you should watch the YouTube uh, World News. And it's, it was talking about Guyana has, is, I ain't going to say has, got 
Diana, excuse me, is now accepting black Americans who are descendants um, to Guyana to get full citizenship to live in Guyana. So, you know, um, we all done, you know, a little bit of DNA, a little bit of dibbling dabble on where we come from and our heritage and our lineage and, you know, where it all started from. Mine's is uh, Nigeria based this and um, the Congo Islands and Mali and Bali and, and things of that nature. So it is a blessing to have any um, black Americans that are that has DNA that take them to Ghana to go, you know, get you some dual citizenship and be able to, you know, learn what it's like to live in, you know, natural grown lands, you know what I'm saying, where the laws are, are yet, if any, you know, to just love and simply be be there for thy neighbors and stuff. So definitely, if y'all haven't heard that, go you look on that on YouTube, on the World News. Guyana is now offering citizenships to any black Americans that has a DNA lineage to Guyana. Guyana. Okay, so so that's what I wanted to start out with today. So definitely um, send love and light to all the families out there. Anybody that is going through in 2023, know that you're going to get through it in 2023. 2023 is, again, like I said before, the year of completion. We are in the third day in the year of completion and we're going to continue to move forward i say we are on the rabbit hole part 10 i had to go back and see what episode we are on we are episode 28 in the rabbit hole part 10 so and i told you guys and all my listeners if you want to join the google meets research class i'll be holding it january 17th at 6 30 p.m you will have to simply send me an email saying that you want to join at kanisha at gmail.com and that is c-a-n-e-c-i-a-b-o-y-d at gmail.com and that way i'm able to know who wants to join get y'all all linked up in the list and give y'all all y'all links so that way everybody that wants to join is able to join so we're going to go backwards and most reading and research um people do they go backwards in their stuff so we'll be starting off on this volume three book again although we are doing the podcast parts about it we will then go over it again and then we'll go on you know from volume three to two to one so we are um reading from maximilian de lafayette the book is called the anunnaki ufos extraterrestrials and afterlife's greatest information this is volume three this is the volume uh the final part we had uh started out on chapter 57 yesterday um and 57 was just teaching us about different um, USOs and UFOs um, and things of that nature. Um, and we were learning about, you know, the different type of grades and what their works are and what they do. Um, we would then continue to break it down because there's a lot more in this one before we get to chapter 58. So I'm going to finish up on chapter 57 so that way um, we're able to... We're able to continue and go on and so forth, okay? Y'all let me know when y'all ready in the comments, and we're going to push forward through this. And um, if I fuck up some words, please bear with me, because I'm not the greatest reader. And, I, you know, I know a lot of y'all ain't got y'all PhDs and bachelor's degrees in English and language arts to be correcting me. Just as long as you know how to read it correctly, baby, just, that's all that matters, okay? That's it. So we are in um, uh, chapter 57 of the book, and this chapter 57 is on extraterrestrials that are currently living among humans and the USOs. They are called USOs originally, but they have told us that it is UFOs. So when you hear me speak or say USOs, just think of UFOs. They're both the same thing, okay? It says, but why underwater bases? Ideal locations are for extraterrestrials. Let's dive into it. It says, geologists in the east and west coast are busy understanding a new theory of a new theory that shows possible underground UFO bases all around the world. According to the theory, the UFO bases are along the interface 
of the seven large and main small tectonic plants plants plates meet each other according to the ufo researchers the underground ufo bases are deep underwater under the ground where multiple tectonic plates push on from top from the top of each other for example the indian plate and the eurasian eurasian plates colliding against each other along the himalayas make it ideal for these locations according to this theory the ufo bases do the ufo bases need to be deep under the ground because the ufo crafts needs to be close to the mantle it's to the mantle of earth servicing of these crafts can be done in the electromagnetic environment only in addition according to this theory the crust must be as thick as possible in the area that it is only available where the tectonic plate moves up up the top of another tectonic plate so uh basically you know a lot of people don't really research um certain things um how many of you believe that we are in water First, let me start by asking that. How many of you believe that we are in water? That this this we're in the firmament of water? Like uh, when you think of a, a globe, a snow globe. Do you believe that we are in a snow globe? I don't know. I have questions. I, you know what I'm saying? So China Sam 84 on TikTok says, yes, I do. Okay, Ashe. All right. I see y'all with me. I see y'all with me. It says Extra, extraterrestrials cannot alter the past. According to some theories, extraterrestrials cannot alter the past. That means they cannot be harmful to us. They are also of no benefit to us. The reason behind this theory is that, number one, in the parallel dimension, the spatial structures can be viewed, but like in physical universe, there is no, nothing to alter. Number two, once in space-time equations, space is fixed and time is accelerated backwards and the space cannot be altered. It says the essential and unique information about the USOs. It says Victoria, the hybrid Anunnaki human wife of Sinhar Marduk and an Anunnaki leader, knows a lot about aliens, underwater habitats, and bases. Victoria has visited few extraterrestrial underwater bases and talked to aliens in their native language. In my report with her, Victoria explained to me the reasons and purposes of the aliens' underwater bases and described in detail to their families of way of life, technology, and especially their relationship with top echelon United States military scientists. Herewith are excerpts from her revelations. Let me read that again. The person that is talking, it says, in my report with Victoria, we all know who Victoria is. Victoria is the Anunnaki human wife. She is a human wife to an Anunnaki god named Murdoch. He says, Victoria explained to me the reasons and purposes of aliens underwater bases and described in detail their families, way of life, technology, and especially their relationship with the top echelon United States military scientists. Herewith are some excerpts from her revelations. Number one, water UFOs are the sky and land UFOs. The UFOs you see in your skies come from the bases underwater in your, on your planet. Number two, on Earth, it is extremely rare to sight a UFOs coming from outer space, from the beyond your galaxy. It did, not, it, did, it did happen a few times, but what you saw were machines from your future. Number three, your past is relatively young. Your future is a distant past in the universe. Number four, events that are currently happening on other planets will not be seen or understood by humans before millions of years. Number five, 
Water UFOs are ageless. They are manufactured millions of years in your past. They do not suffer from metal fatigue because the metal used has its own memory. And the memory reconditions the metals. Number six. Underwater, the color of the USO's UFO changes according to the environment, the density of the water, and the aquatic conditions of the Malayu. Number seven. Many USOs are surrounded by an anti-gravity perimeter and protected by a shield non-visible to the naked eye and to the most sophisticated radar on Earth or any observations, reconnaissances, I cannot say this word, it's a big-ass word, and device. Don't try to understand it. It is way beyond the intellect and intelligence of human beings. Don't be confused. I'm just reading from a book. It says number eight. It's a lot of parts. Number eight. The most advanced type UFO are the crescent-shaped ones. They are smaller than the circular ones and usually are developed over mountain areas. Number five, the fly in formations. They fly in formations and are teleguided by a space-time memory apparatus. It works like a navigation device, but not like a compass because it does not have an altitude, longitude, and directions, positions of south, north, west, or east. Number 10. There are no linear or trajectories information on the board of the UFO because in reality, UFOs do not fly. They change positions. In other words, they jump from one pocket to another. Okay. It says number 11. Pocket means the the redivious of entry and exit of anything in the space in the time space opening that occurs when each object when an object even a thought escapes the measurable i told you it is very confusing and seems unrealistic to you but to millions of civilizations in the universe it is a basic scientific knowledge so they trying to say that these things jumping from pocket to pocket and these ufos and usos doing their thing is not unusual for our ancestors in those bce and um after christ times because that's what they known them to do it says number 12 on earth scientists try to explain uh that of time and space as parallel universes multiple universes or higher dimensions the m theory future inver- uh, universes wormholes time warp black holes attracting forces reverse time time travel space time travel black holes absorbing energy this is best that they can do i must admit they were very prolific number 13 the rendezvous is infinite small simile small universe molecule capable of expanding into the shape of a tube where physical energy and earthly laws of physics cease to exist a ufo can penetrate this molecule and reach multiple destinations faster than a beam of light and the opening of the rendez view is <laughs> exists only for a fraction of time i use i use time because that is the only measurement you can understand for now so basically they're te- they, w- what this is breaking down so far is that we're we don't understand the time travel we don't understand time itself because time really doesn't exist they made time up so that way we can understand what it is and please note that this that whatever we're watching on tv and we seeing certain things and you grow 
on the national uh, world news and you go on you go on YouTube and you see these world news and you see that they're watching these things happen before their eyes in these foreign countries, we have to stop saying that they these are Photoshop. We got to stop. If you don't believe now when it's given to you in your face, literally in reality, you're going to think it's something that ain't what it is. Okay. Number 14. It says the speed of light at the fraction of time is created by negative energy that distorts the fabric of space. Hence time, as you know it and understand it ceases to exist. What did I just say? What the fuck did I just say? Let me read number 14 again. The speed of light at the fraction of time is created by negative energy that distorts the fabric of space. Hence time, as you know it and understand it ceases to exist. Number 15, extraterrestrials, as you call them, are capable of opening this rendezvous, travel through it, and exist and exit before it closes up or collapses on its own time-space dimensions. So basically what this is doing is going to keep giving you the breakdown of what they are. But the number 23 is what I want y'all to understand, overstand, and understand what they can't fuck with the Anunnaki. It says the Anunnaki are, very, are not very much different from human beings. And they are not reptilians like some of the races that inhabitant Zeta Reticuli. The Anunnaki are not reptilians like some races that inhabited the Zeta Reticuli. You know what I'm saying? Going in chapter 58, um, it was, it's going to talk about the key word, words, important terminologies, and expressions of the Anunnaki language in ancient Middle Eastern times. Um, it's going to be talking about a whole lot in this. We have a little more time. So I'll start off with the first part. It says the key words in chapter 58, important terminologies and expressions from the Anunnaki language in the ancient Middle Eastern epics tablets. It says, what or who is I? The first meaning I or a or I is an Assyrian expression, meaning the female strength. All my black women, I need y'all to listen to what I'm finna read. All my mothers, I need y'all to listen to what I'm finna read. If you're just not checking in, please tune in. Please drop me an emoji. Drop me a thumbs up if you're ready. The first meaning of I or A is an Assyrian expression. Is an Assyrian expression meaning the, meaning the female strength of the sun. Usually written as a na shams. Shams means sun in Assyrian. In Arabic, it means it is shams. In Hebrew, it is shamesh. In Phoenician, it is shama or sham. When a is used as I, the meaning becomes negative enemy. No, y'all ain't there yet. Nebuchadnezzar said, Aisi Nakiri, meaning may I not have enemies. Sardana Paulu said, Kasid Aba Asur, meaning capturing the enemies of Asur. In the Anunnaki's literature, women played a major role in human affairs, as well as the first three Anunnaki expeditions to the planet Earth. Anunnaki women or goddesses which you all know them to be, goddesses were the creators of human race. Anunnaki women or goddesses, as you may know it, were the creators of the human race. They were the first genetics, the geneticists, 
who produced the seven human prototypes and adjusted the conduit in the brain cells of early humans. Shall I read that again, my women? Should I read that again, my ladies? I'm going to read that again. The Anunnaki women or goddesses that you may call them were the creators of the human race. They were the first geneticists who produced the seven human prototypes and adjusted the conduit in the brain cells of early humans. Anunnaki goddesses were known to be known to be the early Phoenicians of the R word of the sun goddesses. They both, they had both positive and negative energies. Depending on the intention of each goddess, the Assyrian concept of the female strength to the sun derived from local Phoenician legends based on an oral history and tales known as the Awardians. When I say it doesn't have to be so divided as it is between black and white. It's even more divided when it comes to female and male. We don't talk about the real uncomfortable conversations when it comes to the male and the female, when it comes to the knowledge, when it comes to allowing women to know their power. And it started off from way, way, way long ago, 200, 300,000 years ago, before our time, before we were even thought of, that they wiped us out, that they washed us away, that they didn't want to talk about who helped, who had their hands in, who were the first scholars? Who were the first teachers and educators of, of history? Who was the first teachers and educators of music and, and, and being of love and everything else? Who were the teachers? Who were the creators? Who are the one who helped and bring forth life into this world? And it comes from the woman and the fact that men still now today until this day would take the woman and chew her up and spit her out and say she's nothing, especially the black woman. How many times have we watched black women get beat on, get raped? get defiled, get sodomited, get treated like they're nothing, bear these children, raise these children by themselves. How often do we see this happen? That's because they want to continue to destroy the black woman and make the black woman feel like she's nothing and she will never be nothing and will never amount to nothing. But I am here to tell you that the black woman in 2023 has to understand this is the year of completion. This is your year of motherhood. This is your year of triumph. This is your year to get everything that you sold in as far as your seeds for you and your children. You will be great. You will be all that it is. We need to Stop letting these men into our lives. Stop letting these people in our lives that's going to take from us and not give to us. That's going to pour into us. That's not going to allow us to only empty our cups out into them until we're empty and give us nothing in return. Let's take back your power. Know who you are and what you are at all times. Baby. My name is me, baby. Y'all just got to tune in your podcast. Rabbit Hole, part 10, episode 28. I'm out.